0: Hello? 1? 2? Is this thing on? Great. What's up? I'm PowerFuse, a retired goblin sapper in Warcraft Arclight Rumble. Someone paid me to tell you about this channel, Arclight Insights, and I never say no to money. These guys have podcasts, guides, interviews, PvP tournaments, you name it. Huh. You've got what you need here. All those
1: marvelous creations are engineered by the folks at the explosive prisoners of war guild so if you like their mumbo jumbo subscribe to the channel huh, i did i might even like it well gotta go time is money friend
0: keep it real
1: hello and welcome to another podcast from arclight insights today we are joined by spanner chubb tapsnap and trixie trixie how you gone?
0: I'm doing really, really good this morning. Really <laughs> happy to be here. Have a lot of uh, really good news to uh, report on today. So just overall, really excited. How about you, Tap? Doing good. Uh,
2: got up early, got uh, the grass cut, and then uh, started working on some uh, new stream elements for later. So I can't wait to show everybody that. Banner, how you doing? You've been streaming a lot as
3: well. Looks good so far. Yeah yeah I I have I have been streaming Arclight Light Insights is now also available on Twitch At the moment it is just me streaming under the podcast banner but the plan is maybe to get other people involved maybe other members of the podcast will decide also to stream in the in the near future who knows hopefully they will have availability and interest or at at the very least uh, stream together with uh, with me and others so obviously toasty as we mentioned is not here this week so hello to toasty and we have chub filling up for him so this is my way to pass it to chub
4: well thank you i'm happy to be here again although i had to really sprint home from work to get here on time because i don't want to call you out spanner but you did a bit of a mix-up on the time zones there for me didn't you
3: well what happened is believe it or not the time zone for London is called GMT, but only during the winter months. And <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, in yeah, the summer I'll months, <laughs> in the summer months, it's not called GMT anymore. So when I did the time conversion from GMT, I got the wrong result. But you know, probably I should know that. But does everybody he, out here knows that only during the winter months London time is called GMT? I didn't know that. <laughs>
0: So wait nope. london has just a very dumb version of america's dumb daylight savings time
3: yes, yes. Much. and I, I don't it's not like i'm doing a content with people from all over the world like on a daily basis so i kind of got confused <laughs> i mean Sorry, we just but, got that
4: we got that nice yeah. little hiccup where in the morning at work type you like okay so when was the podcast again because i'm gonna be off at this moment and he's like wait really that's not gonna work at all that's that's two hours from when we start <laughs> and i was like wait a minute you, well, you is... said at different times and yeah we had to figure it out but hey i'm here it worked
3: <laughs> yeah that's the main thing thanks for sprinting to come here just be careful and drive safely next time
4: <laughs> i did i did for the record
1: all right now that we've gone past um this topic of time zones this week, uh, we can move into something more exciting, which is <laughs> there is a beta update. The devs have been active, and there is a blue post for us to sink our teeth into this week. And it's yeah, a promise no, that's of
2: very exciting.
1: Yeah, it's a promise of what's to come in the future. So there was a blue post a few days ago. Yes, uh, when was it? Watched. Yeah, two days ago. Okay, yeah. So there's a blue post uh, two days ago from one of the senior community managers and they've said uh, we're energized by how enthusiastic the community is and we're working hard to build a stable foundation so we can share it with all of you but we're not quite there yet in my opinion that's a great start stable foundation is always good to work off now you continue as we continue with closed beta testing we plan to progressively add features that are missing from the core experience and periodically add new players This will continue until the game has a very solid foundation. When we transition from closed beta to a soft launch, we will reset progression and continue to add new players. Once the game is stable and we are confident in our feature and content set, we will enter worldwide launch. So it's interesting to see that they're going for a soft launch after the beta period.
4: It's also interesting to what that means. I do have a
2: question about the soft launch does the people that have the beta now, would they be a- have access to the soft launch?
0: I would presume so, since they're probably trying to keep it to a, under a certain amount, and there's only so many people in the beta, so they'd probably add whatever number more they need to get, here's what we want for soft launch, and then soft launch week two, and then so on until it's a worldwide launch.
4: It does say in the terms when you apply for the beta thing, that's it's actually only for the beta it doesn't say anything about the soft launch so it could potentially not mean the soft launch
3: so if you google soft launch it says the release of a new product product or service to a restricted audience or market in advance of a full launch so it doesn't really mention the definition in terms of zone restriction so i can only assume that people currently in beta Will be included in the soft launch regardless of where they live. At least this is my perception of it. I would be very
4: surprised
3: if the people in the beta right now do not get to be in the soft launch. That would be kind of weird.
1: It yeah. makes sense for like beta players to continue into the soft launch as they will have the most experience. But, uh, and they I'm... can continue giving feedback with the experience, and then the new people coming in on the soft launch will. Can give their feedback from a fresh perspective.
3: But uh, I have to confess, I'm a little bit worried because if the distance between the soft launch and the official release, whatever those terms actually mean in this, the context of this game, if the distance is too large, it might alienate uh, people from actually playing because a lot of people they play for the thrill of competition and they play new games for a chance to like get world first here or there, if they put uh, us in soft launch by, and they leave it like more than a couple of months, by the time the official uh, release comes out, most players, most hardcore players will already have cleared all the PvE content and everything. So I don't think it would feel that exciting for the second wave of people coming in. I don't know what's your guys' opinion about that.
4: I mean, at the moment, we don't know how you get into the soft launch. That's maybe the thing I'm clinging on to. Because right now, like, we have something to go on by the beta invites, but soft launch, like, there must be a reason they're calling it a soft launch, and then it's no longer the beta. So, like, my theory is that there has to be some way to get into the soft launch that uh, is maybe, that's just me speculating, but... Maybe you can buy your way into the soft launch? It sounds like people it sounds like an early access, right? Like soft launch and they're not gonna reset it after you get into it. So it sounds like what people are doing with early access.
0: No, because I think they would have worded it differently. And I do agree though with Spanner, like it out of a lot of different companies and gaming corporations, Blizzard's one of the ones that take their At least for World of Warcraft, they're world first and you know, their PVE race very seriously. You know, you watch any pod, not a podcast, but any like Twitch for the the WoW world first and there's literally devs watching the top players and streamers like, oh, there's a game breaking bug that literally they prevent them from ever beating this. They're, they have a hotfix ready in 15 minutes so the world race can continue. So Blizzard definitely knows they really shouldn't mess with something like that. So maybe it's a soft launch. I, I truly can't think of a, a good way to do that to protect the race, but maybe Blizzard has something, you know, different up their sleeve for this one that won't be devastating to it.
4: Yeah, and just to clarify, we, we don't know any of this yet. There's purely speculation, like...
3: Oh, for sure, yeah. We're just th- going thinking, by the way. You, yeah, go on,
1: go I was thinking the soft launch might be uh, for everyone that's pre-registered.
5: Oh, yeah,
1: that could be. Because that's your most dedicated player base, you know, waiting to play. And if they all get in, they're the ones that will probably care about World First and stuff like that, you know, all that sort of stuff.
4: I mean, when, is it, when it isn't beta anymore, I guess we're not testing anything, right, at soft launch. So there's no reason not to let, like, a bunch of people in. Yeah. I think it's
2: going to be based on certain regions. They're going to not let certain regions in
3: right away. I, I don't agree. I don't like that idea, but, you know, who am I? <laughs> I think every, everybody that is passionate about the game should... Be able to join. I, I would, I would personally lose a lot of my hype if I didn't have a chance to compete with others from day one. Same.
1: Yeah, like especially for you, like all of us, you know, are in the guild, um, and it would be nice to all be able to compete with each other.
3: I hope. I hope I don't see any guilds being excluded from soft launch because that would be really bad both for the person and for the guild as a whole. I I just hope that soft launch is not as bad as one could interpret as being.
5: All right. It's just
0: vague enough to get away with anything.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right, so the dev post continues on. Our 0.9.3 update will include a new recurring PVE mode that will be the primary way to acquire additional coins, along with iteration on many other systems in the game. We have all we also have a round of mini and talent tweaks incoming. Uh, so on this, we can speculate what the recurring PvE mode will be. And I think everyone will probably pretty much agree that it will be raids. I,
2: I do agree that it's probably going to be raids but you I really hope think it's when more than there? just coins. I hopefully it gives you more than just coins.
4: Do you think it says the, the new primary way to acquire additional coins, do you really think the end game raids is going to be that?
0: I hope not. I,
2: yeah, I hope what, not, because you're going be to run out of stuff to buy.
4: I mean, yeah, like, I don't know. What is it again? How many skulls do you need to access raids?
1: Sixty. Like, yeah Hopefully.
4: at that point like do you then unlock the a way to acquire additional coins that just sounds wrong and we yep. already know that raids is coming so they could just have said that
0: <laughs> i'd imagine it's going to be some sort of co-op
3: yeah well, it could be we that know soon. i i thought it was co-op as well until TopSnap uh highlighted the words recurring to me uh which so recurring obviously means uh, something that uh, comes and goes um, so obviously you sounded more like a raid kind of thing but when I thought about it after, dungeons are also recurring and dungeons co-op would be a recurring PV mode so it could be a raid but also could be dungeons co-op in, in my opinion
1: It could be, it does say new so yeah, again, it's like is it do you classify dungeons <laughs> with co-op new or not? So maybe it new would dungeons. be kinda new. It it's sort of like refurbished new, I guess.
4: so, so you would then solo a dungeon to get valor points and then co op the dungeon to get gold.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know about you guys, yeah. but um, that with how expensive confusing. talents are, and there's three going to be three talents per mini. Like, what was that? how much gold do we work it out to be in one of those podcasts that we we did it, the number crunching? Hundred and twenty something thousand.
3: Yeah, I think mm. you're right. <laughs> it was around hundred twenty thousand. Yes,
1: and yeah, like I'm always gold starved because I'm always chasing new talents to try out new things. Like I just picked up the. Hogger Poison one to try out a full, like, Poison build with Bloodlust, which just to see how it goes on Melting Bosses. And it's like, you know, there's so many talents and they're all different flavours, and some talents really spice things up, and it's like, I really want that talent, but I don't have the gold to get it. So I definitely think short to mid-term, like, extra coins will be very valuable.
0: Honestly, I'd like to see them mad a better way to get targeted experience instead of coins. I feel like coins are going to come eventually. Experience goes a lot farther.
1: Yeah, we did the experience requirements as well. And it's like level 24 to level 25's 100,000 experience. And I'm currently getting about 206 or XP per PvP win. And like 100, just over 100 for like a green quest. Ew. yeah. So you can sort of see, you know, it's a long grind to get to level cap.
2: I think Valor is really well-balanced, so hopefully they can balance the gold and everything, because uh, it took about, it'll take me, what, a month and a half, or no, a month and a week to max out full Valor on
1: one leader. And that's with you going really fast as well, progressing really fast through the game.
2: Yeah, so if it takes a month and a half or a month to a month and a half to get full Valor for each leader, but you have to think, now that you have a team that's higher level, you get more Valor. So you could probably knock out the other leaders pretty quick if you just use your highest team to get the Valor to pump into your other leaders.
1: Check my uh, game. So I know that I'm at a level 25 dungeon this week.
5: I am too. I'll
1: have a look at the Valor.
5: I I know the last
2: Valor slot is 12,000. 15. 15?
1: 15, yeah. I've um, I've got one leader with one Valor slot left to upgrade, and it's 15,000. But they start at like 25 Valor, and go up from between 25 to 15,000.
2: Yeah, you're right, 15,000 is the last one.
1: So when you have like one decent team able to clear like about a level 20 dungeon, you can pump a lot of Valor slot levels into like a new leader, and get like one, two extra levels for each slot, basically.
5: In a week, I think it's a good
0: spot for us to go to the next one or to get, to get back on track, I should say. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, so <clears throat> the second part of that was a round of minion talent tweaks incoming, so that will be interesting to see. There'll probably be another big long list. Hopefully, there will be a anybody? Arcane Power change here for um, Arcane Blast spell?
2: I hope so.
0: Please. Keep Please.
5: <laughs> keep.
0: Is there any other talents that are egregiously busted? I know there are some that definitely need some buffs. I don't think any other are to the point of just
1: unfun. Four Hounds guard dog?
2: I don't think that's that bad.
1: You the truth. Well they can take a tower in like what is it four attacks or six attacks?
3: Yeah, it's, it's too strong.
1: Like it, you, if you read the talent like title, it says guard dog, but it works on enemy towers as well. Sounds like a bug. but if you read the description, it just says near towers or meeting stones. it doesn't specify yours or
3: enemies. That is true. No, it's any tower regardless if you, if, you, if you already have the tower with your color or not it's it's around any tower.
1: Yes, yeah, it's any tower. but the name makes it sound like it's only your towers in the title. but yeah, maybe they'll just tweak the naming of it. That'd be interesting. hmm um, I wonder uh,
2: th- is there any minis out there that are overpowered right now? I. Uh, Plenty underpowered that they could adjust, but is there any overpowered that you can think of? Seems like everything has a good like uh, counter to it.
1: It is pretty like balanced. Like yeah, you know, one team will beat another, and then that team will beat the first team, and
3: very rock paper scissors. Um, one thing. One thing I just wanted to mention that is at the start of the article, it's uh, when they say we plan to progressively add features that are missing from the core experience and periodically add new players. In the way that I read this in between the lines, it means that we will still be in beta for a long time. In the, that's the way I, I read this. Because it, it also like sounds like there will still be a few stages of adding players progressively, and considering uh, if they go by the same pattern, how long it took to bring new players in, that will be a really long time, unless they start to be a bit more swift in how long they take to bring each wave of new players to beta. I don't know what you guys think about that, but I got the feeling that we're not going to have a launch anytime soon. I kind of see this a little bit
2: different with them actually releasing some information, I I feel like they're at a good point on their side. Maybe we'll start seeing more posts, and who knows? Maybe this so this a month from now we're, we'll be sitting here saying, "Why haven't we heard anything?" But I think this is a good point, especially they're having a competition for beta invites, which we'll get to later in the stream, but. I have a feeling like they're actively pushing now. They there's they have steps in place to slowly roll stuff out to be tested. You can't just throw everything in there because it wouldn't be tested correctly. So I have a feeling like every few weeks we might get a little bit more. And how much more is actually in? We got the raids. We got the third talents. I, what else is there? Like I know Slade and them, they, they've looked into some
3: things. And another thing I just noticed as well, was when it say here the subsequent patches will focus on PvP, Fertile, and social systems and end game content. let's so, go! So, so this, this could mean that the, the extra PvE mode is not the raids, because isn't the raids the end game content, as far as we are aware? So they are saying, I don't know how you guys interpret wow. this.
1: They can add more dungeons and more raids in. So maybe they're looking, sort of like you think of a World of Warcraft expansion. It starts off with one raid, and then throughout the expansion, they add like two, three more raids.
3: Right. So, Chubb, you don't, you are uh, the person here that doesn't have better access. Oh, thank you. So thank you. We, we don't want to ex- <laughs> exclude you too much about the conversation about Valor and and strongest units and all that. I know you have a pretty good knowledge because you follow a lot of the information about the game. But what is your view so far on the article up to the point that we read so far? What is is your perception of of the article so far? Uh, It's
4: really exciting in the way that... I don't know what I actually expected, but when I'm looking at the game right now, I see a complete game. So when they when they come out with the blue post and they say stuff like we're putting in a new pve thing that's reoccurring and that's actually the main way to gain additional coins i got a little more than normally excited because i didn't even think there was more coming for some reason so when i see stuff like that i was just like there's even more let's go and then, of course, like we said, the thing we're going to talk about after, they're putting out more beta advice now, so there's actually a chance I can get in. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, like, all the the everything about this post is good. I would say I'm a little confused about the soft launch thing, but again, it- it's vague. We We can only speculate, so I don't want to get upset about any of that, so all around really good stuff. <laughs>
1: and uh just officially that chubby is high on hopium
4: yes, uh, yes. <laughs> really <laughs> the,
1: the, this blue post was just like a massive canister of hopium being like dumped into your room isn't it you couldn't help mean, but, like, just huff of, it all up
4: of course it was but you're also like they're talking to a community of people who've just like seen, seen the trailer most of us can't even play the game And then they throw like yeah this blue post in of like there is more coming and at some point in your life you're gonna be able to play it. Of course everyone's gonna be like,
3: they didn't say anything for months and now we get this, let's go. Yeah, but that is the thing, like half of half of what's in this post they could have mentioned to us weeks ago, like
5: they could I mean, true.
3: Yeah, there's no reason why they had weeks and weeks of silence and then put this post out. I mean, let's be real.
4: They're they're extending the hype, let's say. Like, they're probably looking at all the discords and going like, okay, these people are hungry. We need to give them something.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. but they they did it sooner because we lost quite a few people out of the discord. Um, I mean,
4: I'm still of the mindset that everyone and more are going to come back when everyone can play the game. It doesn't matter who we lose right now, in my own opinion. And this right now, yes, they could have told us this. Like, this is not new information for them. They could have told us. But it's probably only now that they need more testers in their own vision. And also, like... If they posted this like months ago when we had nothing, we would probably just be sitting here now going like there has been nothing. So like it's kind of like they're probably extending what they got.
3: Yeah, that is uh, that that is actually a good point. Um, but in a way, if they told us this too early, people would be complaining. Oh, why why do I know about these things and now it's going to take me two months to actually be able to join a contest and. And join better, well, I think. I think maybe they just need like to drip feed things in a in a way that makes sense. Like even they could mention something and then give us like a reminder a week or two later with like something.
1: At least now uh, there is a little uh, link for getting or uh, asking for access into the beta. So that's a positive. Yeah.
2: That so my a thing big is step. that. They're going to be releasing more beta invites. They're going to be releasing uh, more content. If the content ends up being raids, it's going to take people at least a month, uh, three weeks to a month, maybe a little more, to be able to get up to the 60 skulls. And then how much longer will it take to get a decent team together for the raids? Is it going to be harder than Oni, or is it going to be easier than Oni?
1: It'll be easier than Oni. <laughs> it will have you to be. You think so? It will, it, it, like, I think it will work like dungeons. It will adjust to the level that you can manage. If it's too hard, the level goes down until you can clear it, and then you can start pushing again back up the levels. Where oh, Oni right. is like a set level. It's thirty. Everything's thirty in Oni raid. Yeah. So do you think after you beat Oni, Another,
2: like, bigger, battered ball, will pop up that you can go fight. That might be 35. Yeah, I'm sure
1: of it. I'm sure, like, maybe they'll add in, like, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, or something so, like that, or 32, then 35.
0: So, in a way, Anixia is going to maybe be like,
1: beat her to actually unlock raids. Mm. Um, maybe it's beat, I to unlock, like, heroic raids or something, or unlock the next big boss fight.
4: I really liked uh, our dear guild member, Manlo, who had a hot take that said that Onyxia is the raid, and the reason it's so hard is because we don't have co-op yet. Mm. I think that would, that would be just the sweetest cherry on top if everyone's trying to beat her and she's supposed to be beat co-op. I think that would be really funny. I mean, I would be sad if it's the no, truth, no. but it would okay. be really funny.
3: I don't think that is possible because uh, I think the players will kill Onix here before level uh, maybe at level twenty seven, twenty eight, around there. So probably. So I, if he was go up, it it will be a complete walk in the park with the current. Uh,
1: not. Uh, not
3: unless he had shared gold. <laughs> that could be hilarious.
4: You're just stealing each
3: other's gold. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I <laughs> want to. <laughs> Stop playing, I wanna put my core out! My core out? Are you sick? I need my, my unbounds. There will be so many that... fights there. Let me play. <laughs> Here
1: here's an idea um like in Heroes of the Storm, they had the Brawl mode where it was just the devs just had great fun making stuff. We need a Brawl mode in this game and they can put in like the anexia fight with co-op or something. But it's a I'll shared goal really cool. Bring That'll all be your hilariously leaders, fun. Leaders instead of uh minis. Yeah, you know, you could all like keep me seven seven liters or something yeah, you know, things like that. Absolutely crazy.
0: Just walk into the room and there's six sneeds just t posing walking towards you.
4: It's six Sneeds. So you get what like ten gold for for one tower? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would make more Sneeds. <laughs>
1: there we go. So as uh, Spanner said before, the next part of the blue post is subsequent patches will be focused on PvP, third talents, social systems, and in-game content, along with consistent iteration of the game as a whole. So PvP will be obviously the ranked system being implemented, which would be uh, nice, and the PvP levels being unlocked again is currently it's capped at level 1 but it can go up to level 7, which is done via Valor slots and Talents. Uh, Third Talents will be just an overall boost to player levels, as everyone will be able to buy the Third Talent for their favorite minis and increase the level by one, so that could be quite a big boost if you're still working on an if anyone hasn't beaten her by that stage. Uh, Social Systems, uh, at the moment the guild system's pretty bare-bones, um, it just functions as like a way that you can have a group of people and you have an in-game chat, and that's about it. So that'll be interesting to see where they go with that. And yeah, we talked about the in, in, extra in, uh, end-game content and what that could be, and constant iteration on the game as a whole. So hopefully that means that we would be continuously balance-patched to keep the meta fresh.
3: In my opinion, I think they should, they say subsequent patches. I think the making the guild um, systems work uh, well and the social aspects should be done now as a priority. So when the new players join the better it will be easier for them to interact with players that have a bit more experience and uh, find uh, find guilds that are active and will support them and be able to communicate better with people and have some sort of system where things make more sense. Because imagine that you go there to the contest and uh, you happen to be good at battle shouts, even though you know nothing about the game. And you come in and you see a guild name, "Meatwagons are cool or something like that, and you join it. And uh, there's like two guys there that also know nothing about the game. Is that going to help you if you are not like an active Discord user? Or some is that going to help you to engage with the game, to learn and to stick with the beta and farm to sixty-five skulls and all that? No, I think that will. I think there should be a emphasis on the social element right now, and then put other stuff going forward in other patches. This is my opinion.
4: It's a good um, valid opinion, I'd say. Community keeps a lot of games alive.
1: Doesn't World of Warcraft have like a guild search system now? Um, it is trash. Okay, but but there is something of like that. So I'm guessing like maybe they could have it so guild leaders could advertise their guild and put like a little blurb about what their focus is, PvP or PvE, you know, casual, hardcore. You know, that would be a good way, I think, to help players find a guild more suited to what they're looking for.
3: Like, for example, I consider our guild a very good guild for these 200 players to come in and and obviously not all of them at the same time but uh, some of them to come and join us and i'm quite sure the retention and engagement level of those players will be much higher than if people join other guilds so in what way the current game ui and system will bring that player to our guild in in the game menus they will never be able to find this unless they use other platforms. So I think there should, as once again, I think there should be a focus on the social systems now, before the players join the beta, not, not later.
4: I mean, that's kind of like, specifically to us that want to maybe do it a little more hardcore, I should say, I think it's maybe a good thing. Because there's nothing more frowned upon in, like, World of Warcraft, for example, than joining a guild that's advertising in general chat. Like, you know if you want to do anything other than being, like... Sorry for saying it, pissed. You don't join a guild that's in trade chat. You need to go to a forum or something. Like, you need to show that you want to do extra. That's how you find, like the people that actually like the people that are going to search up guilds in the game itself that's probably going to be somebody who's just like on lunch break or something that knows that you're probably going to get something from being in a guild if you however get people that for example listen to the podcast or read up something on arc like it inside or something if they actually go through that means that shows me at least that they give like give a little extra than anyone else i don't know how they would do it in game that would actually like make us able to see that they want to do more
0: no that's a very good point especially the last several years discord's been more prevalent than a lot of forms for a lot of not only just blizzard games but just games in general more people are using discord as like the go-to form so there's really not a way to search discords themselves but like a lot of you know the blizzard forms or like you know some other games forms like oh you know the guild's like here here's our got our guild come join our discord and join or whatever so it's definitely moving away from in-game systems to out-of-game systems which it's a bit of a double-edged sword because that means the devs don't have to put time into making an in-game system that's you know a la carte like how you can search and pe- try to pick a guild in. In game for a while, which really didn't go the way they wanted, so they can put their resources into putting something better. And it does put a little more pressure, so to, so to say, on the community itself, but it does make it a little bit easier for the community to do what they want, how they want to find people. So there's a little good, a little bad on it, essentially. But it's out of the two systems they've tried so far that everyone's done, I think the current, you know, form slash go into a discourse system is a little better than trying to find something in-game or just joining a random guild. You know, that's just my opinion.
3: Yeah, what you both said is very valid and is very logical. But I just want to say that if we are uh, promoting that mobile gaming, the stigma around mobile gaming, and mobile gaming is as good as desktop gaming and consoles if people have the right mind frame, then in that case, we need to work harder to have systems like finding the right guild available in the mobile platform otherwise because that's like a a guild could be i don't know how it's going to be in this game but in many cases it's the lifeblood of your engagement and the reason you stick to a game sometimes the the people you talk with every day and and all that so if we are to try to promote mobile gaming as as fun and as uh, uh, engaging at other um, platforms then we need to work on the most important social aspects of the game and try to somehow include them in the mobile app rather than players have to go all the way outside. And also uh, Arclight Rumble is advertised as a game that you can just go on your work break and get five minutes to get a couple of games in. So if the game is promoted as such, why are then people required to necessarily have to go outside the game to use other platforms? To actually find good guilds and 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 all that to support them in the game, I mean there's a bit of a parrot, a bit of a inconsistency here in in terms of what we are projecting as a game systems. But I don't know. I just hope they strike a balance because it seems to me that is not really a, It doesn't really make total sense. We're trying almost trying to promote two things at the same time. But that's actually I mean,
0: what they're doing. Like there is gonna be two subsets of people who are gonna playing this. People like you know, us that wanted to search out a guild to, you know, let's the game comes out, you know, hit it running as fast as we can, you know, really putting a lot of effort into it, and those are the ones are gonna be looking out for guilds, going out searching, doing all their research. And then you do have the people on the other side who see Oh, who look, the Warcraft IP. Oh, look, fun, phone game, you know, and do a couple while they're on their lunch break or while they're in a meeting at the office, just something very casual. So in a way, yeah, there are two steps to people. There's the hardcore and the casual. And I think they're trying to hit both at once because they know the it's easy to cater to the the more casuals who aren't going to go as hard and just play for fun, find the game. You know, they'll search, they'll see a guild that says, you know, anyone can join, uh, in the get a guild blurb you know there's no like application they can just join the guild and then you know just have fun whatever guild rewards they have but also on the other side the hardcore players are going to search out the hardcore guilds through the discords through the forms and you know join those guilds and have their you know conversations in guild about this or on the discord or on that so i think they're really trying just to hit both at once and this is kind of a decent middle ground but i don't disagree with what you're saying that it's very focused more on one than the other the the hardcore group definitely has to do more work
3: i agree that's uh thanks for your uh, input there job <laughs> <laughs>
4: no it's just like before he started i interrupted him when he started talking but everything he said was what i was gonna say <laughs> like no, no. no
3: i mean what you guys are saying it makes complete sense i'm just trying to kind of understand uh... What is the philosophy? Yeah. So, Top Snap and Gora, you've been kind of quiet. So, come, come in. Yeah, (laughs) what's your opinion? opinion? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, I was just thinking, like, I'm I'm sure that you know the devs are there working as hard as they can, and it will be the production pipeline. They will, you know, there will be a plan handed down to them, and they have to abide and follow that, and so. I think it's just the case, you know, like game development does take a while. And I was saying I was listening to the other day. Um, I think it might have been on Hasmogold's stream I think, And he was talking about something that somebody said. Or it, it might have been Balia, where it's like, you, I think it was Balia's stream. And they were talking about game development. And it's like, you want your players to tell you what is wrong with the game, but don't listen to the players of how to fix your game.
4: That is very true. It's not always that the players know, like they know what they want fixed, but they don't necessarily know how they want it fixed. Yeah, I mean they think
3: they do, but they don't. Wait, sorry, I said it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that that makes sense. What Cora said, and but as long as they listen to what's wrong with the game, yeah,
1: yeah, that's the thing. Like so, hopefully they're listening about the you know arcane power talent
3: with arcane blast. Which they, if they are listening, they were just slow to respond so far.
1: You know, that will be, like they said in the next update, there's going to be and talent tweaks.
0: They I have the numbers. Yeah. I think the biggest trick is when, obviously I'm not a game dev, I'm a salesman. But like, the, I think the biggest trick is when devs make a change, that just alienates too many people. And they're trying not to alienate anyone. So they're, like I said, trying to find just this middle ground. So again, like I said, it's still in beta a lot will change before we get to release. And I think, luckily, they're trying to figure this out now and not trying to figure it out, you know, eight months after release and everyone's panicking and there's a room on fire. So these are good things we're seeing happen in beta, which is a very good sign in general that, you know, we're on a good path.
2: I agree with that. And, uh, yeah, I've been quiet. I've been listening. I at This beta, like, we, we're testing the, the... I'm pretty sure they know what they're doing on their side. Yes, we can give them criticism for how slow it's going, but I would like to have the best game they can get out to us. And at the moment, it is not the best game they can give to us, so shoving it out now would be a disservice to us, a disservice to them, and the game won't last as long. I i, just, I, I, I agree with giving them feedback and giving them and giving them a lot of uh, pushback on how slow things are going. But we have to see it from their side, too. We don't know how big their team is. We don't know how much people they're missing, because we have seen posts of them looking for different media managers and engineers and artists. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. I really do. I just wish they would give us a little bit more info on what's going on instead of being quiet for so long. But I do see with everything now on this post, again, a month from now we might not know, uh, might not hear anything else. But with them releasing all these extra beta invites, they're trying to get the community involved with this contest. They, We obviously see that they know there's some issues with some of the talents. Do we give them a little slack
0: now? Gamers give slack to devs? <laughs>
5: <What>? Never. Never. <laughs> I
3: mean, get with the game designers. What the... You... Yeah. I just want to say, like, I agree with what Tap said there. And uh, I criticized Twitter and I criticized the lack of news and this and that. But uh, deep down, I highly respect the work they do. And I'm super grateful. But and uh, if it wasn't for them and the game, we wouldn't even have a platform to be here and have a podcast and talk about it. But I just think that if we were here just to nod and say you guys are fantastic in everything we do, that would be a really boring podcast. And also, it it I believe it will even demotivate them if they only get positive feedback all the time. I think it will probably kill their drive because they want to have problems, they want to have criticism, because I believe that them just like us, they we want all together the best possible game. But I just think, like in. In our podcast and stream and in our guild, I'm always looking for people to criticize what I do because it gives me a chance to uh, to make things better and uh, and I believe and hope they have the same uh, mind frame.
0: Oh no, for sure! Like we're definitely you know being hard on certain aspects just because that's obviously we're passionate about the game and we really care about. It. We want to see it well, but like you said, the, the day you know. We definitely do respect devs. I don't think any of us are actual game devs. We don't know, you know, what struggle they're running into, you know, what brick wall they're having to hit their head against because it just won't fall over. You know, we're we're definitely speculating on a lot of things, but that's what we came together to do, is to speculate and talk about and, you know, go from there. So it's definitely coming from the right place, even if it's... It sounds a little rough now just because of how rough things have been for a while, but things are looking a
1: lot smoother, <laughs> at least on the other side of the you know, the pasture for now. Yeah, for sure. And so probably the most exciting news for a lot of people out there is there is a way to enter the beta now by going to either like Blizzard's official, official forums or pro- I think it's also on Twitter. Yeah, there is a tweet, yeah. Yeah. And also there's a tweet on Twitter and you can click the link and it'll take you to a, just a quick little web page where it takes you like a minute, two minutes to fill out. Question one is, when your minis are deployed to the battlefield, what is your most inspirational battle cry? There's this little box that you can type your answer into. Second question is, which type of system do you play on, which is either Android or iOS? Question three is, an email address for your Apple ID or Google Play Store for the device you plan on playing on, and then your battle.net account email address. Uh, Question five is, if you're selected for this giveaway, do you want to receive notification at your battle.net email address? So obviously that would be a tick for yes, because you want to be notified if you get beta access. And the final question is, your country or residence? And so it takes you like about, yeah, like a minute to fill out those. And then apparently uh, the best entries for the battle cry will receive a beta invite. So completely up to Blizzard's discretion there. And as Blizzard stated, as a reminder, beta invites and game access will only be given from official Blizzard entertainment sources. So just be careful with any people saying or trying to impersonate Blizzard giving out links or beta access. Always check directly with
5: a source. There's gonna be
4: two hundred invites.
1: Did yeah. they say that somewhere?
5: Yeah, it's yeah, and, in the, in the
4: rule,
2: yeah, in the policies, like the uh, the lawyer talk,
5: terms ah, of service, yeah.
1: terms of service. Okay, there we go. So two hundred that's yeah. not that many. And but interestingly enough, if you look on the there's a little counter next to the link um, on the official forums, and it says eight hundred and twenty-seven.
2: Hmm. But also in the terms of service, it also says there are some reason, uh, regions that are, cannot participate. I believe one of them was Belgium, from what I was reading in the Discord. Because of the yeah. gambling loss. Oh, is that why? Yeah. yeah. Belgium I mean, specifically Belgium
3: is because of that. Huh. Yeah, we I have, have to go g- through and read those terms. Yeah, we have a guilty that will not be able to participate. Yeah.
1: Which is interesting, because there's currently no loot boxes in the game. Everything's direct purchase. And it tells you exactly what you're getting in the amount that it will cost.
3: It'll be nice to see a lot of people submitting entries, but not too many to make sure that we get some guildies and podcast listeners in the, in the beta.
4: Our guild me- member, Evandro, he said something about... He thought the new PBE thing is going to be some type of profession or maybe even garrisons like they had in WoW. So, like, you had your own garrison. I feel like also... if
0: we get something like that, it'll come when they start ex- expanding guild features. Oh, he also of... said something about
2: armor and weapons, like, to build, like, a equipment. So, like, certain equipment might give certain talents, like, point five longer duration or something like that. He said weapons could give you like your minis a little bit extra damage or armor can give them a little extra resistance or defense. I thought that was a pretty different different idea. Decent idea.
4: If the if the rage drop items we can get Spider can I be on the loot council?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Please
3: God could you imagine trying to run on loot, loot council, council on the mobile no, game. Uh, that would be, it's personal loot, mate. It's
4: personal
1: loot.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> now here's damn a question. it's going to be personal
4: loot. It's all going to be
1: mad. <laughs> here's a question for everyone. Uh, does anyone remember a game made by Ubisoft? Um, it came out and lasted maybe a few years, I think. Uh, it was called The Mighty Quest for Epic Loot. Yes. 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 So the whole premise around that game was you had a... Player built castle where you've made rooms and you filled it with traps and monsters, and other players could come in and invade your castle and see if they could get through your gauntlet. And you, you could also invade other castles and see if you could get through their castle and get to the chest at the end. Maybe they could do maybe like later on, you know, like way later on, probably, if they had something like that where you had. Like a map, and you could choose different towers you could place down, and then it was more like a defend mode. So one person was attacking and the other person defending.
0: Or like some kind of mode where you control the uh, the actual, you know, the camp, not the campaign, but like, uh, yeah, sorry. I don't know why I said not the campaign, but like where you play as the missions themselves. That could be interesting. You, you are the boss. Yeah, literally. That could be something interesting, like how Hearthstone has her battlegrounds.
1: Yeah, that, that could around. be good fun.
0: Yeah, the, the miscellaneous modes. I think that'd be very interesting.
1: So that was quite an interesting discussion and great news to see a update from the development team. So lots to speculate on here. and Certainly all got us thinking and chafing at the bit. And hopefully the some guildies and some of our listeners and viewers will be able to get into the beta as well and then to share their experiences and feedback. It's always fun to see new players pop up in pvp that adds a lot more flavor to it and yeah thank you again for tuning in this week and listening watching and thank you chub for coming along this week and joining in with the podcast always a pleasure
0: yeah i'm very very excited to see hopefully more you know a little more consistent updates but even if they're not as consistent you know this is a pretty big updates especially as they're saying now oh, here's the, here's a big update about the big update coming so very excited and Cannot wait to see uh, where we go from here.
2: I like the fact that we they're handing out more beta invites. They're getting more involved with this little competition, getting people a little bit more excited. I think this is just a taste of what's to come. And uh, if any of the devs do listen to our podcast and you made it to the end, hey, maybe you can give us some uh, beta invites to give out to the community. To help promote, that would be pretty cool. We can run our own little contest. Just saying, wink, wink.
3: Yeah, I think that's a good idea from Snap. There. Well, just a quick one uh, at the end of this episode. Just watch our promotional video for the guilds. You're always welcome to apply to our guild. There's just a short application form when you come in. It's kind of to help us know a bit more about you and filter out who actually is really interested and is willing to sacrifice two or three minutes for the guild. And um, I'd like to thank everyone who came to the podcast today. I think it was an interesting discussion. And I was super happy with the this announcement from the developers. And I believe it's uh, Gora to say goodbye to everyone. And thank you.
1: Yeah, thanks again, everyone. And if you'd like to and enjoyed this episode, you can like, comment, subscribe. And you can find our previous episodes as well on your preferred platform. Thank you for tuning in again this week, and we'll see you next week.
4: Created on the 8th of May 2022, the Guild Prisoners of War is a force in the Ark-like Rumble community. We have a solid structure in place, with the roles of Chieftains, Taskmasters, Elders, and Wolf Riders. Our Discord is always active and our members are friendly, competitive, and knowledgeable. We will always challenge ourselves to compete in all content types in the game. If you think you got what it takes to be one of us, apply to our guild today. All the information you need is available in this episode or in the general podcast descriptions. We are looking forward to having you with us on the battlefield.